Welcome back to Help, I Need a New Career. I'm Tim. And I'm Zen. And this is a podcast where we highlight a different career every week for job seekers and career changers. We do the job recon for you to make your job search easier. Just think of us as your college career counselor, your career coach, and your mom without the judge and less bias. <laughs> because I have an Asian mom, and that's she's judgy. Helicopter parent? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Original dragon lady. <laughs> this week, we're going to feature plumbers. Don't laugh. It may not sound sexy, but it's a very, very compelling, well-paying career, as you will soon find out. And like always, we have a disclaimer. We both work for the University of California, Irvine, Division of Continuing Education. We offer certificates or courses in many fields that we feature. However, we do not offer plumber training as one of our certificates. So that's something you won't see on our list of offerings on our website. Yep. So with that said, our sponsor plug. Help! I Need a New Career Podcast is sponsored by the University of California, Irvine, Division of Continuing Education, a U.S. News Top 10 Public University. Do you have a career goal? With over 60 certificates, we've helped over a quarter million students achieve theirs, and we can help you achieve yours too. To learn more, you can find us at ce.uci.edu forward slash DCE. And once again, ce.uci.edu forward slash DCE. Dream big. Take risks. Be amazing. So, Zen, uh, what did you find out about being a plumber? Um, so, in my research, um, one of the things I found out that was the most interesting is that it's a regulated trade. And what this means, it's, um, it's illegal to work in this job field if you're not certified in the trade. Um, it's not unlike being something like a doctor or a lawyer. <clears throat> uh, this ensures that one engage, like if you're going to hire a plumber, you know, the thing is if plumbing goes wrong in your house, you're in a lot of trouble. Mm -hmm. You're going to be swimming in your living room. (laughs) Literally. Yeah. So (laughs) (laughs) this ensures whoever you engage actually is someone who is trained and has a proper education and has all the proper experience in order to deal with the plumbing in your house or, or or for that matter, if you're doing a commercial building or something like that Mm -hmm. and you'll receive a high standard of work, um, and you know that the individuals in that field um, are of a sta- certain standard. Got it. So that also means that if you're a plumber in the trade, uh, it reduces the number of unqualified individuals that you have to compete for work against. Yeah, because there's a lot of people who do it, but they're not qualified. And then you run at the risk of you know mm-hmm. getting some bad work done. Absolutely. So what also that also I found out is, of course, just like any regulated trade, that limits the number of people who can actually go into the field. Mm-hmm. And when you can limit the number of people who can go into the field, mm-hmm. and there's a certain bar to get into that field, that means there's less people working the field, that means there increases the demand, and then also that you have a, uh, you get a higher pay, right? Um, typically from something like it, that. And you know, um, speaking of wages, they are pretty good. I was a little surprised. Uh, salar- salaries range from Thirty-two thousand on the lower end, up to around ninety-three thousand mm-hmm. uh, a year. And the the best thing is that you only need a GED, GED, or be a high school graduate to be a plumber, which is pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's not like a, a lot of advanced education that's needed outside of the technical skills, which we're going to cover in a little bit. Uh, there is a caveat to this: um, you still have to go to vocational school and take plumbing classes. Um, and compete or, or complete an, an apprenticeship program. So that's also very important. You obviously don't want a plumber who's never had any hands-on experience coming <laughs> and working on the pipes in your house. Yeah, uh, That'd be like 
me doing it, and that's why I call a plumber. Well, I do my own plumbing, so well, you're you're much better off than I am, um, <laughs> I, or a lot of my plumbing. I wouldn't even know but, where to begin. But I wouldn't want to live in any of my rentals. <laughs> 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 so, so of course, unlike school, though, um, during your apprenticeship, you actually get paid, which is pretty cool. Yeah, uh, you know, a lot of these, a lot of professions, you have to go to school, and obviously, while you're at school, you're either working another job. Mm-hmm. Um, or just going to school, right? And, and not, and then you have a loan. Then you have a loan that you have to pay yeah. off for. So it's kind of cool to have an apprenticeship that you get paid for mm-hmm. while you're doing it, right? Um, and last of all, in the majority of states, I found out that you're also required to have a plumber's license, as we're talking as a regulated trade. So mm-hmm. typically, you'll be tested on your practical knowledge as well as your awareness of local codes. Um, every state, every city has local codes. Um, I've been working with a lot of plumbers recently, and it's amazing the number of things that I have, you know, I have some plumbers I've been working with. I don't do my own plumbing work. I was lying. Um, <laughs> and, and the things that they've been telling me is just like in, like, for example, in California, if you have a hot water heater, the way it's attached to the walls, um, because there's always earthquakes out here, you know, the um, temperature, like all sorts of different valves and where the water goes like if if um if the water if if the hot water heater blows up or whatever and and then that's just for the hot water heater when you start looking into a house and such like they were it's just amazing all the different codes and how much has changed over time right you know these guys are showing anyways but yeah so um you have to know the local code um so uh, check with your state. Um, just once again, each state has its own rules on coursework, um, mm-hmm. education, and certification. Check with your state for specific details and nuances of your locality if you're going to go into the field. Yeah, and another thing we should mention is there's two different types of plumbers. There's a commercial and residential. Mm-hmm. So when you're living in a house, that's obviously the, the, the plumber you call yeah. is the residential plumber. Um, that's the one you're probably most familiar with. Most mm-hmm. people would be. Uh, when you have a leak or any plumbing issues, they call them, they come to your house and, and service that, that issue. On the other hand, a commercial plumber has uh, additional expertise over a residential plumber uh, as they kind of take on more of the industrial, commercial, and factory-type jobs. Um, those are obviously those bigger buildings that, yeah. you know, there's a lot more going on um, than most people. Um, my house definitely isn't as big as a building <laughs> well, so. there's also things like in commercial buildings, they have things like boilers. Mm, mm-hmm. So, um, you know, they have larger site sewer lines, lift stations and plumbing. So there's some um, industrial equipment that requires types of um, plumbing that are not typically in a residential house. Right. So a commercial plumber is also like, uh, you know, things break down in commercial buildings all the time and in factories and such. So they have, they tend to work, can work more odd hours than mm-hmm. your residential plumber, which is closer to an eight to five. Right. Um, not to say that a, um, a commercial plumber can't be an eight to five, mm-hmm. but also, you know, if something goes wrong in the factory and there's a third shift or something going on, right. they need to be able to go out at that any time of the day and take care of those types of right. things. So they're, they're a little bit more on call. They're outside little, of normal business hours yeah. than a residential plumber. They can be, yeah. Okay. Kind of like a kind of like a doctor in some ways too. Yeah. We were just talking about doctors too, right? So yeah, that's true. That's very true. So um, should we discuss a little bit about um, what might make them successful in the field or what they do? Some of the things they might do. Sure, absolutely. Um, so as you can pretty much tell, a plumber comes in. There, there, there. You have to be able to. Install repair pipes, fittings, or fixtures of heating, water, drainage systems, um, 
and, it, and that's all according to specifications or plumbers, plumbing codes. Um, that's all stuff you, you learn while you're in your, your training. Training or education, yeah. Or education. Um, so some of the knowledge and expertise that you would need, um, mechanical, building, and construction. Um, the customer service is actually a big part of it. I think especially if uh, – I'm not as familiar with uh, the um, – uh, commercial, but on the mm-hmm. residential side, you definitely have to have customer experience. Right. Like, we all deal with plumbers. Mm-hmm. I think there's not a person here. I mean, I don't know anyone who hasn't had to call a plumber. Yeah. Um, you know, I've, I, as a, someone who owns a house that was built in the fifties, I think we were calling a plumber once or twice a year. <laughs> so, uh, you know, you, and you get it when we have a plumber that we call. So I think customer service is a big part of it because right. we're not shopping around anymore. We have a guy that we're comfortable with right. that we've been working with for the last five years. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a lot of that has to do with this Ex, uh, excellent customer service on top of his expertise. Probably personality doesn't having a like a nice personality. Absolutely. To, so, like if you're someone who um, doesn't like people, this may not be a field for you. Right. No, you can't just come in and fix the problem and leave. Like yeah. you actually have to inter- interact with. The, the people you're working with. You know, the best plumbers that I've worked with is um, they're also even though. Uh, they 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 educate you mm-hmm. because they like before they actually do the job they kind of explain it's like look the reason why we're doing this and this and this and this and that way you get a better un- the ones uh, you get a better understanding of what you're being charged for right and so now you understand <clears throat> it's like you know like if they come in and fix it it's just like wow that was a lot of money right but do they explain why they have taken care of the problem mm-hmm. and how they're taking care of the problem it's like oh that was money well spent absolutely so. and, and you also can kind of help prevent it next mm-hmm. time which is kind of nice if it's something right. that's kind of user error <laughs> or right. user induced um it, it helps you be able to, to kind of mitigate that in the future right for sure so um some of the other things that you would probably uh would behoove you if you have some uh you're good at is like if you have a little bit, if you're a little bit more mechanically inclined mm-hmm. um know a little bit about building and construction so like obviously pipes walk go, go throughout walls um there are plumbers that actually have an expertise of new buildings so having an understanding of how buildings are put together mm-hmm. um older houses in California tend to have their plumbing in the slab Newer houses, because there's slab leaks, they, the pipes will corrode. Mm-hmm. Um, now there, there's a little bit more tendency to put them into the walls. Um, the Obviously, things, a little bit of math and science, mm-hmm. light math and science, because it deals with arithmetic, algebra, geometry, um, pressure, water pressure, and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also understanding and being able to follow rules and regulations, because, you know, obviously, this is a field that has a lot of laws, rules, and regulations right. that you have to follow in order to follow a safety code. Right. And, so, and I think a part of that, you know, the, we're talking about the problem-solving aspect of it. It's It's understanding... What the issue is when you're talking to or when you, when you go to someone's house, understand the issue, um, figuring out the best way to attack that issue, mm-hmm. using your expertise and knowledge, and also applying that to the codes. Right. So I think it's it's combining all that together. Um, right. And, and it's uh, in, in that when you when you take on a job as a plumber. Um, oh, oh, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. go ahead. Sam. I was going to say actually the last plumber that we had um, who was fantastic um, was you had to be a problem solver, mm-hmm. and there's always an issue and the pipes aren't accessible. Not all the pipes are accessible. And so recently we had a plumber come in to take care of a hot water heater. And um, when the hot water heater was put in, all of a sudden it was like you would turn on the water and there would be like high pressure. And then seconds later, the water pressure would drop like a rock. 
and mm-hmm. no one could figure it out. And this particular plumber, you know, kind of did all the math and just like finally said, "Do you, do you have a um, what is it like a um, uh, where you take out the minerals out of the water?" Um, Dechlorifier? No, it's like they have these things where um, it, it takes out all the it's a water softener. So this is why Zed and I aren't plumbers. This is why we're not plumbers. <laughs> it was a water softener, and what he was able to do is he deduced what happened was that the filter there's like a membrane in the hot in the water softener mm-hmm. that went bad. Once he disconnected the water softener, bam, water pressure went back up. But it was kind of this weird, like, wow, mm-hmm. what? But he even he didn't even realize there was a water softener in the building. Right. But he's like, wait a minute, do you have a water softener? Right. And he figured it out. So, right. I mean, it's kind of being a detective sometimes, too. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. And I think, um, and that's 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 also brings a little bit of kind of a, what I would think is a kind of a fun aspect to a job like this. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's probably standard issues they have to fix. And there's other things where they actually have to do some deeper investigation to try to figure out what the issue is. Mm-hmm. Um, a, another thing that you might need as a plumber is some use of technology. Mm-hmm. Um there, there are some softwares that you probably need. Mm-hmm. Um, one that it's might sound a little strange, but it, uh, anything having to do with accounting, some plumbers yeah. start their own companies. And right. I, you know, that's something that you might actually have to learn how to do if you right. have your own company is really pick up some accounting software. Um, there's also some CAD software for uh, building systems, things like that. Um, but that, that's another skill set you might want right. to sharpen up on if yeah. you become a plumber. And like, well, I think there's obviously we were talking about the commercial and residential, but then there's also the um, business owner aspect of it. Mm-hmm. So, like when you're looking at some of the plumbers that are on higher end of the range, um, they're no longer working for someone else. It's um, <clears throat> many of them start up their own companies and become independent contractors. Right. And so, but when you start doing that, it also comes the headaches of books and such like that. Right. So. Absolutely. All right. So I think I think one of the things too that, that you know I'd like to add about this is I, I feel like plumbers are kind of it's one of those necessity careers. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, kind of what we were talking about earlier is that um, when I have issues at my house, mm-hmm. I, I usually don't. I, I try to do like the lightest amount of troubleshooting on my own, mm-hmm. and then I, I quickly realize that I need to call the experts in before I do flood the whole kitchen. Um, <laughs> so it, it's it's one of those necessity jobs. It's not like a you know it's not a job that you're like yeah I could do this but I'm being too lazy. There's right. a big aspect of it that's just so technical mm-hmm. and uh, things like Zen was talking about with um, the water heater. There's there's things that you just can't figure out on your own unless you have that expertise. Right. So in that respect, you know, coupled with the the salary range, mm-hmm. it's a pretty good job to get into because, yeah. you know, we're, you're not qualified. You're not, um, uh, competing against unqualified people. Mm-hmm. Um, there's always going to be a need for plumbers. Right. I don't think we're ever going to go pipeless or waterless. <laughs> right. <laughs> anytime soon. Well, and that's the other part. It comes to, uh, there's a, when you're talking about the job outlook, Right now, the job outlook for um, next 10 years is bright. Mm-hmm. Um, as there's more, all you hear is residential building, residential building. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, people still continue to buy houses. And if they don't buy houses, they need somewhere to live. Mm-hmm. There's still rental units. Absolutely. So the, the job um, outlook is bright. Um, so I think this is a this looks like a, a, a positive field if this is if you don't mm-hmm. want to go get a degree, get a certificate mm-hmm. or, you know, the thing is that you just don't it's something that, oh, they pay you while you're in school. Yep. This can work out very well for you. Absolutely. I mean, it's a great it's a great profession. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm just imagining if you're coming, you can come right out of high school, mm-hmm. essentially, uh, and start working towards this mm-hmm. and, and really start earning a paycheck right away. Right. Which is kind of cool. And then you can start from that point. But you can also go in any time in your career, but it's just, it's just a really 
good job to, to have just because of the necessity of it, I think, too. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that pretty much covers it, but I have one last factoid. So um, <laughs> last of all, I'd like to leave off with this interesting factoid, which was Albert Einstein was made an <laughs> honorary plumber in the Chicago Journeyman Plumbers Union. The reason why was he had made the statement is that if he had to do it over again, he would not try to be a scientist, scholar, or teacher, but a plumber. Um, it may have been in reference to at the time that there was a ro- lot of regulation. They were thinking that scientists were um, Russian spies, <laughs> so they were they, you know, like they were being checked up on a lot. But the fact that he, you know, brought out like I'd rather be a plumber. Um, all the plumbers, you know, like plumbers got brought up, right? Um, you know, like were brought up into the light, and and the plumbers union really appreciated it and made him an honorary plumber. Do they give him like a, a gold plated? plunger as <laughs> to be an honorary plumber <laughs> and he had it right, right next to his Nobel peace prize or something like that that'd be awesome right on his desk right yep. there yeah. yeah perfect okay well that's it and we are off i am zen and we hope to see you next week thank you guys bye bye bye